are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Guys, I, I, I can't breathe. I, I, I still can't breathe. What's the deal, everybody? This is your host, Kuka Hill. Per usual, you can find me on Twitter at Kuka Hill NBA. You can find me over at Detroit Bad Boys, writing articles about the Pistons. You can find me on YouTube at Coos Ballroom. And this episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Green Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our locked on rooms. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. And man, listen, this is not going to be one of those. I'm just going to let you guys know now. It's not going to be a professional podcast like that, man. Like, it's just, we freaking did it, man. It's just, I, I'm trying, I'm recording this like an hour after it happened. I'm trying to compose myself because I, I don't want to make this podcast full of me just screaming. But the Pistons just won the freaking lottery. Again, we just won the lottery, guys. It happened. So before we even move forward, I, this is what I want from you guys. I want you guys to tweet me at Cougar Hill NBA when you guys listen to this. What was your guys' reaction when the Pistons made the first pick? When the when the Pistons card, well, actually no, when the Rockets card got pulled and we knew the Pistons were number one. When that card was pulled, what was your guys' reaction? What happened? I'll take you guys through my reaction. I was on the Lockdown Network's live stream. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you guys go look at it. And by the way, uh, in case you guys don't know, we're going to be talking about the Pistons getting the number one pick all podcast. All this podcast is going to be is just us simply talking about this because it's it's this is a huge night. But yeah, I was on the Lockdown Network's live stream for the the lottery, and I gotta say my reaction is going going viral. I would say it's at like eight thousand views right now. But if you haven't already, I've retweeted it all over the place. I've retweeted it on the Lockdown Pistons pack, uh, Lockdown Pistons Twitter account. You guys will see it on there, or you guys can just go look at the Lockdown Network. Twitter account and see my reaction but man listen I was so committed to this so committed to you guys seeing my live reaction so committed for you guys to be able to see the joy or depression that would have came over my face no matter what the result was that I don't have a TV in this room okay I have a mic I have my lights I have my recording stuff my PC my gaming stuff this is my gaming room so I don't have a TV in here my fiance is in the living room watching it on ESPN because she's just as invested as I am in this, okay? She's just as invested. She 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 feels the same way that I do. She wants this number one pick for the Pistons. She she was looking forward to it, man. So she's in the living room watching herself on the ESPN, okay? So I was planning on honestly just dipping out on the live stream and just going and, and, and watching it in the living room when it happened. But they were like, no, you got to stay here. We got to see your reaction. I'm like, okay. Dude, I pulled up my phone, FaceTimed my fiance, and she kept the screen, she kept the phone on the screen, and I had to watch it from my phone. And when it happened, I was ahead of everybody apparently. Everyone else was apparently behind. Dude, I started jumping around. I threw the mic down. I started screaming, "Oh my god, we did it. We we it really happened. It's happened." We, we like, "Oh my god, I I went running around the house. I went in, I had to go congratulate, celebrate with my fiance, tell her, "Thank you, man, for for being with me all these years while the Pistons have stunk. We haven't got no luck. Thank you for being with us during all this." And you feel me? And then just bro, I I'm I'm trying to to hold I'm trying to show you guys the excitement but also hold it within because I 
I don't want to get too out of pocket on the podcast, but oh my God, the Pistons won the damn lottery. They're getting Cade Cunningham. It's it, like it, they're getting their guy. And I, I said this on Twitter. I tweeted this out before the draft. This, I have a few tweets as well going viral. Yes, a humble brag, humble brag. You feel me? But I have a few tweets that said, you know, Ben Wallace. There is no way in living hell that the Pistons were not going to get a top three pick with Ben Wallace representing them. I have a tweet on there. It was like Mark Tatum when he comes out after uh, saying the Pistons got the number one pick after speaking with Ben Wallace. He has like a black eye under him, under his eye. Because there is no way that they were going to be able to deny big Ben Wallace. What we should be doing, and I called for it on the live reaction, that what we should have been doing as soon as this number one pick went off, we should have been spamming gifts of big Ben uh, holding the World Heavyweight Championship, walking out, or we should have just been spamming the dong, dong that he gets anytime he comes out because we need to congratulate and thank Big Ben Wallace because he brought that lucky charm out there. I don't believe that if if we did not bring out Big Ben, we were not getting this number one pick. So Big Ben, let's clap, <laughs> let's clap, let's clap it up for him. Let's clap it up for Big Ben. He saved Detroit. He gave us the hope that we need, the peace that we've been missing for the longest time. We, bro, we, we did it, man. We won the lottery. You know what? You know what? I was going to open up the podcast like this. I completely forgot, but we're doing it right here. If you guys don't want to hear it, skip forward the next 25 seconds. But, man, we're playing the song. I don't care what we're doing. We're celebrating tonight, man. We are absolutely celebrating tonight. Pistons fans, get up. Let's get, get ready, man. We're celebrating. Let's get going. Okay, I had to cut it off before the verse actually started. But but we are celebrating tonight, dude. We are absolutely so I listen, I don't drink. I don't do I don't do anything, but man, tonight I've been tempted. This is the first time I've ever been tempted to go out there and just get drunk, get wasted right now and celebrate. Like, bro, I cannot believe this. And you guys cannot tell me, by the way, so when the when the Raptors got moved up into the top four, if you guys go rewatch like the entire stream, which I advise you guys to do, go watch don't have to rewatch the entire live stream on Lockdown Network. But simply go to like, I think it would be like at the 38 minute mark of the live stream. Just go to that point and then just watch my watch my face as it's happening. Cause I have my mic muted because I'm on FaceTime, like I said, with my fiance. I don't want them to hear it. I don't. I'm not trying to ruin the stream for everybody. So I'm on mute. But you can see my reactions. I'm watching it. And I'm ahead of everybody. I see the Raptors moved up. You can see me just put my head down like, oh my god, it's about to happen. The Pistons are going to fall to six and five. The Raptors are going to move up into the top four. And the Pistons are going to be the ones that fall. I Like, I was calling it right there. I was My heart had dropped. I was like, oh, my God, no freaking way. It's actually, we're actually going to get screwed. Then they said that we were in the top four. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, this might happen. This might happen. Just give us top three. Please just give us at least top three. That's literally all I was expecting. It was not a little I'm, – I'm keeping it up with you guys. I'm sorry. You guys are going to hate me for saying this. But there was not a piece in me literally – that realistically believed the Pistons were about to get this number one pick. All I was saying in my head was like, please, God, not number four. Give us top three. Let us get Jalen Green and Mobley. Let us get Jalen Green and Mobley. Please just give us top three. Please. And then just the numbers started trickling down. They trickled down. Then we got down to the Pistons in Houston. And you will see my face on there. My my eyes are just like wide open. My, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see who this number second pick is. And then when, this no, when the Houston Rockets logo showed up, 
I screamed. I heard my fiance in the living room scream. I collectively heard, like, in my heart. I had, like, a mother's intuition kind of thing. The little, I had something go on in my head, flick on in my head. Like, I, I sensed Pistons Twitter, Pistons fan base, the Pistons fan base community. I felt it. I felt the rumbling. I felt the celebration. I felt the screaming. I felt the joy. We did it. The Detroit Pistons have the number one overall pick for the first time in 51 years. The first time ever they've moved up with their with their own overall pick. It's it, it's time to celebrate, man. If you guys I, you guys are lucky, I'm tempted to just keep playing. It's it's celebration time. Come on, I, I like I, I'm. I'm sitting over here dancing. I'm clapping, man. I'm Oh, my God. I can't wait. When we come back, we're going to talk even more about this. We'll hit a little bit about what it means for the Pistons' future. It, but, man, listen. Go celebrate right now. Go celebrate before we even get to that. But, you know, we still have to keep the lights on over here, okay? We have to keep the lights on over here at Lockdown Pistons. So, let me tell you about one of our sponsors and who this episode is brought to you by. Spotify Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. This app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time about your favorite team and sport. Green Room is the best place to engage in conversation and debate about whatever sports subject you're thinking about. I tell you guys all the time, I'm always in there on Mondays and Thursdays with Duncan Smith and a bunch of other Pistons fans. We sit there, we have a great time, we talk, we chill, we talk about the NBA, we talk about the playoffs, the Pistons' future. I can't wait to see what the rooms are going to look like the rest of the summer now that the Pistons have won the lottery. I can't wait, so make sure you guys go download that off the iOS app store and also it's on android as well so make sure all you android users make sure you guys go download it as well be sure to create a profile link your twitter join the nba group for the latest league updates and make sure you join the detroit basketball group as well because that's all that really matters the rest of the summer screw the rest of the nba we won the lottery i know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around the league on your favorite teams and leagues i can't wait to join you all on the app i'll be sure to let you know once lockdown piston room is live on saturday at 2 p.m download spotify green room today green room Changing the way we talk about sports. We are back, man. And like I said, I'm, I'm seriously so tempted to just keep having celebration time play in the background while I'm talking right now. I don't know. Like, I, I should have tested that out because I honestly want to do it. I just don't know how, like, it would actually sound for you guys. So, I'm not, that's the only reason why I'm not going to do it. So, thank me for that. But, listen, man. This, this means so much for the Pistons' future. Like, I'm going to try... I'm trying my hardest. I, I know a lot of you guys wanted me to just do a reaction and a fun podcast to react to the Pistons getting number one pick. So I hope you guys, there's a lot of you guys out there probably wants me to just give you my raw emotions and and and, and my celebration. But I'm going to try to cool it down. I'm going to try to give you guys some analysis right now, even though we could probably wait for another podcast. We're going to have all summer to do it. I probably should take this time to celebrate. But listen, I'm going to try to calm down. I hope you, you guys can hear it in my voice how, like, my heart is still racing. It's been two hours. My heart is racing still. But listen, I... This means so much for the Pistons. It Like, seriously, all jokes aside, all trolling aside, this means so much for the Pistons. The Pistons did a great job, and, and we've talked about this all summer during the, uh, the end of the regular season, ever since the Pistons season ended, we've talked about this. The Pistons have done a great job at getting these complimentary pieces already. The Last year's draft, you got Killian, Sadiq, Isaiah Stewart. Maybe the jury's a little bit still out on Killian, maybe so. But Sadiq and Isaiah Stewart are already first team or first team and second team all rookie this year. You also got Hamdu Diallo, another good piece. Josh Jackson, Frank Jackson. You got good veterans with Mason Plumley, and then you also got who was figuring to be your number two or number three guy with Jeremy Grant, who proved this past season he's capable of being that guy and capable of doing more on the offensive end. And 
what they've been missing for the longest time, even before the going to work team. Because the going to work team, as many people say, was just like a, a team, a great assembled team. There was no one guy. They had a starting five. It was like that five. What what is it that 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 Rip calls the best five alive? They had the best five alive. They didn't have like that one guy. So they they didn't even have this. So you'd have to go before to what Grant Hill, and they didn't really win to Grant Hill either. So if you even going before that, you probably had to go all the way back to Isaiah Thomas. So the Pistons haven't had the guy, a franchise guy like that, in a very long time. And they're about to get that guy with Cade Cunningham. They skipped so many steps in just one year. This is the crazy thing about it. Teams that go through rebuilds, like look at the Timberwolves. They're still rebuilding. They got Cat, and they've been rebuilding for 66 years. Even with KG, it felt like they were still rebuilding. They couldn't do them with KG. Go look at the Sacramento Kings. Sorry, Matt George, uh, if you happen to hear this. I'm sorry, man. But look at the Sacramento Kings. They're still rebuilding. Like they, how long they've been rebuilding since their existence? Like, no, actually, you know what? Let me not offend. Let, let me not disrespect Chris Webber like that. But you, you get what I'm saying. The Pistons have been rebuilding for a while. Yes, since 2009, 2008, 2009, since they traded Chauncey. But this was the first year they actually committed to a full-on rebuild. Okay, and in the first year, Troy Weaver was able to get four rookies, really three rookies, who figured to be a part of this team's core future. He was able to get players like Hamadou Diallo for the cheap. They were able to get someone like Josh Jackson for the cheap. You were able to get someone really for cheap in Frank Jackson. You were able to get Jeremy Grant, who figures to be one of your top three players. You skipped directly because if you look in the playoffs, and I've mentioned it on here before, if you look in the playoffs, you see a bunch of Piston players, former Pistons that were four, five, six guys. The Pistons did a great job assembling those type of guys, but they've never been able to get that one, two, or three guy. They had it a little bit with Blake, but Blake broke down for him. Before that, they were unable to get that one, two, three guy. Now you can realistically say they have their three guy and Jeremy Grant, or possibly even two if he continues to improve, but I'm going to say likely he's going to be a third guy on a contending team. And now they got their franchise coming to the city and Cade Cunningham. This is major. And this only took, like I said, a year worth of work. Troy Weaver is amazing, man. Obviously, this was a ton of luck. Every team deserves luck. I mean, not deserves, but gets lucky. That's how you build a team. You have to have some kind of luck involved in it. But along with the luck, I forget the saying. There's a saying. One of you guys tweet me this thing. I'm, I forget what it is. But it's basically it. Basically, that you can create good luck. If you do good habits and you work towards it, you create for yourself good luck. You put yourself in positioning to have good luck. And that what, that's what Troy Reaver did this past season for the Detroit Pistons. He rebuilt this team. Not even rebuilt. You know what? The Pistons got the first overall pick. Screw saying rebuild. I'm going to join Troy Reaver. It kind of got on my nerves saying this because we all know what he really meant. But you know what? He knows what he's doing. A restoration. The first year of the restore went perfectly for Troy Reaver. He was able to develop players. He was able to help show people that Jeremy Grant could be more than what he was he was able to like I said develop young guys get other young guys get other core pieces of a team that you figure is going to be a part of this team moving forward while also finishing the season with the second highest odds in the in the lottery and finishing with the top pick in the lottery and getting Cade Cunningham this is an absolute success it literally took one year Tory River has been great he deserves all kinds of props. Again, like I said, it was a little, it's obviously lucky, but like I like I mentioned, it's you create yourself some good luck when you get good habits, you work towards it, you put yourself in a position to get lucky. That's what he did for the Pistons. He's doing a fantastic job, and the Pistons are about to have their their guy in a month or so. My God, start printing out the K jerseys already. We know he's coming to Detroit, man. Just start printing the jerseys out now. Oh God, you guys! I hope you guys can tell tell I'm really hot right now, man. I'm just. 
Oh, God. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, give, give some more raw emotion, raw reaction to this talk. Man, just talk even more about this great moment for our Pistons fans tonight, man. This has just been a this is an amazing moment for us. But like I said earlier, man, we got to keep the lights on still. Even with this amazing night, we got to keep the lights on. So that, of course, includes me telling you guys about your favorite sponsor, Built Bar. The best tasting protein bar on the planet Earth comes with a variety of flavors, including six new flavors and caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All flavors are covered in incredible tasting chocolate and are soft and easy on the teeth to chew. These bars are low in calorie and sugar, but high in protein and fiber. A flavor I suggest is the peanut butter flavor, packed with 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams net carbs. So go try a Bilt Bar. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Bilt Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. And then let me tell you about another one of our sponsors, which, by the way, let me let you guys know this now. I told you guys that I made a bet with Duncan Smith. I lost that $25 when the Nets lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. So guess what he did with that? Yesterday, or two days ago now that's going to be, I told him, take that 25 place your bet on the Pistons getting number one pick because Duncan has just like this incredible luck with bets. So I was like, place this bet. He's put a screenshot of him actually placing this $25 bet. So not only did the Pistons get number one overall pick, I ended up helping the guy get $140 in his account. You want to know another way you guys can win money just like Duncan? Bet online AG. Betting is now legal in Michigan. And if you're anything like me, you want to take advantage of that instantly. However, there was one problem I constantly ran into. There's just so many different apps to bet through. Which bet- betting app is the best to use? Which one is the best for me? That's where I found Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NFL season might be over, but the NBA and MLB are still in full swing. If you want to take your adventures beyond sports, however, BetOnline has you covered there too. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, things I didn't even know you could bet on. BetOnline has real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine. BetOnline is the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to BetOnline now to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Listen, man, I'm... I, I seriously, like, all the other podcasts, man, like, I, I have ideas of what to talk about. Like, I know what I'm going to talk about all this. I, I don't know what, like, what else to say. I, I, I'm, I'm, I lost the words. I can't believe that we just won the freaking lottery. I guess I can go ahead and tell you guys this. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoff coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it and 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. We can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. But, man, listen. I guess the next thing we really talked about is what number is Kate, uh, is uh, Kate Cunningham going to wear? Wh- which number is he going to wear? Which number you guys want to see him wear? Me personally, I wore 14 in high school. 14 and 7 are my favorite numbers. So if you rocked one of those numbers, I'd be completely fine with it, man. And that, that would be really cool with me if you rocked one of those numbers. But let me let me talk about this real quick. Because I was on, I got invited on to Locked On NBA's podcast. Make sure you guys go check that out. I was on there. And we talked about, obviously, my reaction to the Pistons getting this first pick and what this means, etc., and he asked me, uh, you know, him going to Oklahoma State, there's already rumors saying that Oklahoma City may be trying to, you know, stackpile all of their picks to go up and get their guy from Oklahoma. And they asked me, or he asked me, well, how many picks or what deal can make it happen to where the Pistons give up that first round pick for those picks? And let me tell you guys this now. Any trade, anything like that popping up in your guys' feed, anyone asking you guys that, any kind of trades that involve the Pistons giving up the number one pick, completely shut it down, throw it in the trash, delete it, and just don't even pay attention to it. Because there is no way in living on God's green earth that the Pistons are giving up this first overall pick. Listen, I'm going to be repeating a lot of this, but this is it's, it's very clear as this. 
Troy Weaver has done a good job at getting a bunch of complimentary pieces. He has his number two or three guy in Jeremy Grant. What this team needs is the guy. Cade Cunningham is the guy. There's no amount of picks that make you pass up on the guy. Because all these other picks, what those picks don't tell you, you don't know what players are going to be available. You don't know what player is going to be uh, there at one or two or three or, or whenever that pick is selected. You don't even know where that pick's going to be selected. Who? How do you know Oklahoma City isn't going to be really good? How do you know one of the picks they trade you from one of the other teams, those teams are going to be good, and now you've done traded the guy, a franchise guy who's projecting to be a superstar in this league, you done traded that guy for a bunch of mid mid lottery picks and stuff. Is it really worth that? What what are you gonna get with those mid lottery picks? Make it tougher on yourself to go get the guy and draft a bunch of three, four, or four, five, and six guys like they did throughout the entire 2010s? No, you draft this guy. You go get this man, Cade Cunningham, and you send him. You give him. You might go ahead and give him the extension right now. Give give him. Screw waiting till year four, year three, whenever that happens. Go ahead and give him his rookie deal, and then right after you do that, give him the contract and says, "Here you go. Sign this for us. You go ahead and take that five years max, wherever you want to make it. Give him a blank check. Give the dude a blank check and let, let him know that he is welcome to Detroit for the rest of his life. Because that's what's going to happen. He is our guy. He's going to help save the Pistons and bring us back." to where we should be, where this franchise should be. The Pistons are back, man. This is this is just me raw emotion. I'm 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 venting, dude. I'm I'm celebrating. I hope all you guys are just as hype as I am right now. Literally, I I'm in my seat right now rocking back and forth. I can't stop moving my arms all over the place. Like I'm so hyped right now. I cannot believe they just won this first overall pick. I can't believe they just won the lottery. There's no way they just did this. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try to calm down. I'm trying to get back to some like bring it back to earth, talk about some future things. So like I said what does this mean for the future of the Pistons? So, I mean, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying so hard to compose my thoughts. I'm so sorry, guys. But what this means for the future of the Pistons? The Pistons have done a good job getting the complimentary pieces. Now they're about to get their guys. So what this means is that a rebuild that realistically was looking at me and I've had Motor City Hoops Bryce on here to talk about this. We've talked about this a lot. We're probably going to have him on again this week at some point to get dive deeper into this. Like I told you guys before. This is going to be a lot of fun now going into the going the rest of the uh, time to the draft recording these podcasts because now we know where they're picking and we know who they're going to get. So we can talk about all kinds of things. But what this means is that a rebuild that was looking like it possibly was going to be like three to five years, we are realistically looking at a rebuild. If Kate Cunningham is going to be as great as people expect him to be, if he is that, then we're looking at a rebuild, I'm going to assume, of possibly the next two or like two to three years. That's what we're looking at now. This rebuild just got accelerated quickly. And this was like the best outcome, obviously. And it just, I never thought this was actually going to happen. I, I like, I've been speak, speaking nothing but positive energy. I wanted to believe it was going to happen. But, you know, I think all of us in the back of our heads knew, like, we're thinking, man, this is just, it, it, Pistons get screwed all the time. It's just not going to happen. And now the Pistons have the guy. And I, like I, I've mentioned this a few times, like I said, we're going to talk about this even more in depth moving forward. But I could see a trade possibly happening in the next two, two years to come bring Cade and Jeremy Grant some help to realistically go in and try to compete now with the guy because best believe it. I guess this is probably what we should talk about on the very next podcast. We'll talk about it a little bit here. We'll dive deeper into it next time. The Pistons are 100% already on this clock. They're already on the clock. They haven't even selected him yet, but they are on the clock already. Do you guys see what's happening over in New Orleans already with Zion Williamson? You guys see what's happening over there? You guys see what just happened to Anthony Davis? You guys see what's happening with Luka Doncic over in Dallas? 
Like, the Pistons are already on the clock immediately. They need to prove to Cade Cunningham, if he is going to, if he is as great as people say he's going to be, which I think all of us believe, like I, like I said, we all think he's going to be that great. The Pistons are on the clock right now to prove to him that he should stay in Detroit and Detroit can build a team around him. Instantly. That's how it is nowadays. It sucks. I don't like it. I think it's really, I, I don't think it's fair. I think it's dumb. But 100%, the Pistons need to prove to him from the get-go. They're, they don't have time to waste. They don't have time to waste. They don't have time to make mistakes. Something Tory Reaver hasn't done very often of. I think Tory Reaver is very aware of this. He's an incredibly smart guy. We've, we're going to sing his praises for the next few years, for the entirety of this summer. We've sang his praises all last season, but he's a smart dude. He knows how this goes. The Pistons, I don't believe Detroit itself is a small market, but they're considered a small market throughout the league. The People look at Detroit, they, they don't think good things about us. It sucks, but that's how people look at us. It's on us now, the, the Pistons. It's on the franchise from the get-go. Before they even draft him, we know they're going to draft him. Before they even draft him, they'll start proving to him that we can win with him here, that we have a good foundation here, we have a good culture here, which, by the way, that just popped something else into my head to talk about. How does Troy Reaver look now with the whole culture thing? He's getting his guy after a year into it, and everyone's laughing off that culture thing. You know how much, how serious and how legit that is going to be now? To prove to uh, Kate Cunningham, listen, we got a great culture here. This team has three championships up there in the sea, in the rafters. You three ch- see three ships up there. And also with that, we have a great cultural building right here. People want to be here. People want to play for this city. People want to be in this city. We're building a great thing, and you're going to be a part of it. We're already building that thing. So he's already placed that foundation to convince, or not even to convince, but to show Kate that this team is serious and capable of building something for him, something that he wants to be around for. And you already saw Woj has already said that Kay Cunningham is only working out for one team, and that is your Detroit Pistons. Okay, Troy Reaver is, you know what, I have to give it up to him. He is a genius. Because this culture thing is going, I know it, it, like on face value it sounds stupid, but it's not. He's already started building the foundation for convincing or like, not. I, I don't know why I keep saying convincing, but making a player believe that they can win here. Making a player want to play here. Making uh, a great culture, good relationships across the league, good relationships with, with his players. A fun environment here. A happy environment here. Something for Kay to come into. And uh, let's keep it honest. A lot of these situations across the league with teams come into, like Cleveland, for example. I, I, listen, I don't, I'm, I don't want to take too many shots at Cleveland. I'm not trying to disrespect them. But listen, they just don't have that. They haven't had that for a very long time. LeBron saved them. But outside of that, they haven't had that culture kind of thing. They haven't had that thing that makes people say, we want to go play in Cleveland. Troy Reaver has already started building that. So, I mean, I guess I guess that's where we'll leave it off at. And, man, listen, I'm I'm so ecstatic right now. I can barely breathe right now. I'm talking so fast. This podcast probably freaking sucked. I'm sorry. I don't, some of you guys might love it. I know a lot of you guys texted me, and not texted me, tweeted me, and said you guys wanted this type of podcast the day after. You guys wanted to live this raw emotion. And then I know there's some of you guys that may not like this. But I, I'm going to assume this podcast probably was like a <laughs> 3 out of 10. I'm so sorry. But it's just, I'm so hyped. And I, I hope you guys are just as hyped as I am. I hope you guys are sobering like I am. I hope you guys are as happy as I am right now. And, man, the Pistons are coming back. They're coming back, man. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know you guys enjoyed the lottery. And, man, again, tweet me your guys' reactions. Tweet me everything that you guys felt when this pick was was made, like when they were shown that the Pistons would be the number one overall pick. Tweet me all that at MBA. And until next time, man, until Thursday, I'll see you guys later. Peace out. Go Pistons. We are back. Kate Cunningham is a Piston. Let's go.